Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, award-winning host, she made Young more famous than Neil, and the woman that brings class to Canada, the one and only Renee Paquette and I talk about AEW Dynamite from last night, Punk and MJF in the main event. And after talking about that, who joins us? But MJF's parents right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Also, after Ruby Soho and Nyla Rose, we get into the AEW women's division right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We had a really good dynamite (laughs) last night. Good start, good finish. Last night's main event. Wow. What a thing of beauty. I thought it was great. I loved it. 40 minutes, though. Wow. 40 minutes. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things, Renee, when you look at that match, because there's been a lot of talk about CM Punk, and Mm -hmm. is he ready to be in a long match? Can he do it? Have we seen the best from CM Punk? And there we saw him in the ring last night for 40 minutes. And then MJF. We all know how great he is on the microphone, what a personality, what a character he is. But I think that might have been one of the best matches of his career. That was definitely Punk's best match since he's come back to pro wrestling, so... To give them 40 minutes, for them to tell the story like they did last night, I thought an awesome job all around. I agree. And you know what I love so much about this punk MJF stuff is like there. I'm a fan of both of them, obviously, but uh, this the story between them has had some bulk to it where I find sometimes in AEW, there's not enough bulk and there's not enough time between like, hey, we're going to have a match to all of a sudden in two weeks it's happening and then you move on to something else. And, you know, it's nice to have like a quick payoff sometimes. But I do love that there's more bulk to this. And these guys really put on a hell of a match. MJF really got to shine. Like you said, we really, we don't get to see MJF in those moments all that often. And I don't know if that's all done on purpose and by design, because I really feel, and I'm sure everyone else agrees with this too, but like he's a huge star and he's going to just continue to ascend as a gigantic star within this company, because as you continue to turn over another card with MJF each time, it's like the guy does such a great job in any of these moments, I mean, whether he's on the mic now, whether he's in the ring, 
Um, I love I love discovering more about MJF as a pro wrestler. And you know what? When we have Stephen and Nina Friedman on in just a few minutes, maybe we can dig in a little deeper about yeah. the psyche of MJF. Yes. Uh, looking at social media last night when that match was over, a lot of people complaining about the end. Renee, I actually love the I love the end. I love I too. War- Wardlow coming out, slipping the ring to MJF because you didn't know. I mean, everybody thought, all right, this is the time where Wardlow's going to turn on MJF. Yep. That exactly the opposite. And listen, a big win, maybe the biggest of MJF's career. Agreed. 100% the biggest biggest win of MJF's career. And I do think, you know, Brent, you know you have somebody like CM Punk who has the stature that he has. Uh, has been out of the ring for seven years, comes back. We get to see him. Everybody loves it. But this is also CM Punk doing the thing that he needs to do to build up the younger talent. And it was done in such a great way uh, to really put over MJF. Uh, you, you can never win in your hometown anyways. Let's get real. We all know that's the way that that's got to go. Well, this is but AEW, do... not WWE, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> Still, still, though, I, I, I did really enjoy the way that they they pulled all of that off. Um, and, and like you said, it's like the stuff with Wardlow. I, I like when you're caught off guard. You think it's going to go one way. And I think we we actually become very accustomed to the predictability. It's nice to not have that. You know, it's nice to be caught off guard. Be like, oh, this didn't go the way that I thought. All right, cool. And they really did tell a wonderful story. They put on a great match, but the story they told I thought was very, very good. Also, speaking of Dynamite last night, Renee, you got to go back to the beginning of that show with yes, Moxley we do. and his match. Big, you know, Big nice Daddy win. Moxley. And then Brian Danielson comes into the ring. And I, I thought the back and forth between the two was great. And I actually thought what Brian Danielson was saying actually made a lot of sense. Thank you. Thank you. And I agree 100%. I do feel like John was the best AEW champion. He did it during the uh, the old no fans uh, section of having AEW. I mean, he didn't have a crowd around while he was champion. He kind of had to trudge through the mud on that one. Um, but I, I really liked where this was headed. And I don't know what's going to happen, obviously. But, like, I love the idea of Brian and John pairing up. Because I just assumed, all right, we're going to get a match out of these two and they're going to absolutely tear the roof off. But the idea of them pairing up together and maybe bringing in some younger guys and, and you know, getting another sort of stable put together, I, I, it, it definitely piqued my interest, I would say. Um, you know, as the card, of course, changed earlier on in the yeah. day of what we knew was going to happen on Dynamite, I was like, okay, well, now what are we going to get? What's going to happen? Um, and I thought that this was a really cool, interesting way. Uh, it's a cool way to go. And I want to see what John's going to do with it. Because, um, I mean, he's back. This is only his second week back on the road. And to have this opportunity put in front of him, I'm, I want to see if he's going to take it or not. But you and I were actually having a conversation uh last night about AEW Mm -hmm. and we're talking about that. A lot of fans complain about former WWE talent in AEW, but then we were talking about when you look at the champions, dumb argument, by the way, a free agent is a free agent. Well, you're supposed to pass on a free agent just because of where they worked before. It doesn't make any sense. Of course. You know, people that have worked at WWE already, they do have a stature because they are good and they are groomed and ready to go for TV. Like these, they're good for a reason. You're not going to pass on somebody because of their resume of already working in a gigantic company. Like grow up. What a stupid argument. But that being said, 
If you look at the champions all the way from the TBS, TNT Championship, the World Championship, mm-hmm. the Tag Team Championship, whatever championship you're looking at with AEW, it's not former WWE talent, right? It's no. AEW homegrown talent. Uh, so yep. that's why this makes sense because Brian Danson coming out there, look at, look at these tag champs. Look at the TBS. Champs. It's yes. a different yeah. world. This isn't the world that yeah. we grew up on. And you know what? There's a lot of fans that when they look at AEW, they're saying, this isn't the wrestling I grew up on. That's why I think this pairing of Moxley and Brian Danielson is genius. I love it too. Um, so when John gets home today, I'm going to have a little chit chat with him and I'm going to make sure that I steer him in the right direction. So don't worry. I got it, guys. Listen, don't influence him, okay? He knows, <laughs> the man I knows what you, he's doing. I assure you, when I talk wrestling to my husband, he tunes me out. So don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> I do what I can, but he's not listening to me either. That man does whatever he wants. I, I would probably think so, but. <laughs> All right, we're, we got guests coming up in just a few minutes. Are you ready to dive into some phone calls before we do that? Yeah, oh my God, I can't wait. Let's do it. All right. Who do we got? Is, Anybody all good? Right, this is historic. First time you're taking a phone call on Busted I'm Open. I'm nervous. Get to talk to okay. the nation. I love it. I'll give you an easy one. Let's go to Raphael in Quebec. What's going on, Raphael? I love Raphael. Hi. Hey, Dave. Hey, Renee. Good. So happy to hear you on Busted Open. I'm really, really happy. Uh, listen, uh, I want to talk AEW real quick because I know you have guests coming up. I watched AEW last night on the TSN app on my phone because I'm a truck driver and I slept at a truck stop in uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. So uh, I had to watch on that. <laughs> and uh, I, I enjoyed the show. The main event, I was really, really imp- – it, it, to me, it was good. The only thing I didn't enjoy with the ending was just – how long it took it felt like you know they were almost like extending it for time the way like warlow was slowly out there he was contemplating to me it could it, to me it, i i don't know i just felt like it, it it felt a little bit too dragged down if that makes sense but i'm gonna i'm gonna let it go of the line so renee takes another call happy to hear you on bus open renee thanks for taking my call Thanks, Dave. You Raphael. Guys have a day. you got it it's important for me I kind of disagree yeah. with Raphael there, though, because I thought that added to the intrigue of the, the drama of the segment because they had the face off Punk and Wardlow mm-hmm. and you didn't see what he was doing, which was passing off that ring. I, I actually yeah. enjoyed the back and forth that happened there. No, I did, too. And, you know, it's it's such a fine line of like moving something along too quickly and then you don't see what happened. And you got to go back to replays. And what did I miss? I don't know. Um, versus something feeling like it's dragging on a little bit long. But I didn't feel like it dragged on. I feel like it was, you know, they had such a high intensity matchup. And even though they had the 40 minutes there, uh, it was I like that they were able to kind of slow that down a little bit on the tail end so that we could really get eyes on what was happening there. And Renee, the right guy won. As much as I hate MJF and as much as I, I hate despise MJF him, too. the fact that he was able to beat CM Punk in Chicago, that just elevates him to another stratosphere in yeah. AEW. Yep, absolutely it does. And, you know, I love the little false finish in there as well. I was like, oh, wait, what? And I was like looking at the clock. I was like, hey, what's happening here? They definitely yeah, I- have a lot more time left in the show. Where are we going to go with this? Um, I, I really thought that that was all... Uh, all really well done. Because it's especially when you're like, okay, MJF won, then you assume, and then, and, all right, we're going to actually get that punk victory here in Chicago. And then, no, lo and behold, we did not. And then punk threw out the, the Pepsi twist, the Pepsi splash. <laughs> I mean, we saw some yeah. old school punk in that match, yeah. which I thought was really, really yeah. cool. 
It's the Cincinnati Bengals and the LA Rams in Super Bowl 56. Hi there, everybody. This is Lindsay Rhodes. And if you want analysis for every angle of this exciting, surprising, legacy-defining matchup, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. Our guests and conversations aim to make you a savvier football fan. We're going to cut through the lazy narratives, and there are a lot of them. The low-hanging fruit, none of that. If you want to be the smartest person at your Super Bowl party, please subscribe and listen wherever you stream your podcasts. New episodes up every Monday and Thursday. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. We have Stephen and Nina Friedman joining us here on Busted Open. Um... Really looking forward to talking to both of them uh, because, and Nina, we'll start with you. Nina, how are you this morning? Hey, how are, hey Renee, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I got to tell you, I'm like, really can't stay on long because I'm busy mourning the fact that my son is a fucking cheater. It's, it's a problem, I, Nina. I don't blame you. How do you, like, how do you feel? How do you handle this? What are the conversations oh, you're having with your son on the other side of this? Like, I feel like, you know, what kind of morals have been instilled in this young man? I swear to God, it makes us look really bad, but he has only had the best possible upbringing. He has been taught for sure never to cheat, never to lie, never to steal. And that's all he does. I mean, I mean, where's, what, what's a mother to do? 
When did he start to veer into um, the path of, dare I say, darkness? Um, when know, did you start to see this switch in Max? I gotta, yeah, it's, it's a fair question. I got to tell you, a zillion years ago when he was going to sleepaway camp, I got a phone mm. call that said he was stealing some other kid's money. And you know, he had plenty. Wow. I would send him plenty. I mean, he's just really a piece of shit. I don't, I, 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 it's, hard, it's hard to believe. That's all I'm going to say. He was just doing it to, to get his own kicks. Yeah. Oh, Renee, I have two it's other It's sad. It's sad. I feel bad for you. Yeah, it's bad. It's really, really bad. It's got to come from Steven, not from me. I can't understand it. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, don't don't let this affect your relationship with your husband. I mean, you know, you did the best you could. Listen, I know I'm a parent. There's only so much you can do. You installed, yeah, you I'm sure, talking to you, you installed morals. You told them right and wrong. It's not your fault. Yep. At some point, you got to let him go. He decided to make these decisions for himself. I feel bad for you because I do think you're a good yeah, person. I do too. It's such a bad reflection on the family. It's it's upsetting. It makes us look bad. He's making his whole family look bad. But um, two out of three ain't bad, right? I have two other great girls. I mean, what what is... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Renee, because I wanted to bring Steve in. And and Steve, how are you this morning? I'm okay. You guys hear me all right? We hear you fine. Uh Uh-huh. We we hear you fine. All right, I'm not... I'm not sure what I missed, but before I got on the call, I'm, I'm happy to hear that Dave and Renee, Renee, we've never met. It's nice to meet you via the nice Busted Open too. Nation. I'm a big fan of your work, but we're all in agreement that we all, we all don't like this kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Nina, Nina, just, like, said it perf- Nina just said it perfectly as a parent. Two out of three, if that's baseball, you're in the Hall of Fame. You're, you know... At what point do you cut your ties? When do, at well, what point do you cut your ties with your son and have these conversations of like, is he in the family? Is he out of the family? Uh, when does that happen? Let me take this, a, Nina. A, yeah, let me let me take this. Max decided a long time ago, unbeknownst to Nina and I, that this was his goal. This was his life goal to be one day a famous professional wrestling. And there was nothing that was going to stop him. And, of course, as good parents, we unfortunately fueled that um, master plan that he had by taking him to shows, by buying him action figures, Nina and Max standing in line for three hours to meet a guy like CM Punk, who I don't know what was supposed to happen last night. But the kid cheated. He cheated his whole life. He cheated yeah. Nina. He cheated me. He cheated him. He cheated him, his sisters out of stealing a trust fund that was there for all three of them. He's a bad guy. As Dave says, he's human filth. He's human filth. He's scum. He's a piece of shit. I think we can all agree on that. But at the same time, and Nina, I'll ask you first. And he did win the match. Like, I mean, you know, he's in Chicago. Uh, you know, went, beats, you know, his one of his, you know, heroes when he was growing up, CM Punk. I mean, you got to give him just a little bit credit for being able to do that. Listen, I give both of them credit for being able to walk after a match like that. That's the most I give them credit for, for sure, because it was an unbelievable amount of time that they both stood in that ring. But again, 
you know, Max is a fucking cheater. And that's just the that it, it's just embarrassing. It's an it's just an, a complete embarrassment. Uh, have you guys talked to him since the match? Or what, what level of contact are you guys in with Max currently with him being such a piece of shit? Yeah, you know, he answer, does he answer your text messages, Renee? Right. Oh, my God, have no. You spoken no. Well, no. maybe you want to check not. in on him for us because he doesn't answer shit. Uh, none of us can reach him. He's really – it's just unbelievable that he's ours. That's all I can tell you. It's just unbelievable. We're going to have to have some sort of family intervention, I suppose. Um, I'll discuss it with his sisters, but what a disappointment so- is all. I have a I have a question for you guys. I'm a new parent. I've got a an almost eight month old daughter. Would you have any advice to make sure that she does not walk down a, a similar path that Max has gone down? I mean, you try to provide for your kids and give them as much of a beautiful upbringing as you can have, but you know, at some point, maybe I don't know. Like, what do you what do you guys have advice? You know, I, I just want to tell you, Renee, first of all, uh, your little girl is the luckiest, luckiest little girl. I just want to mention that I'm a serious fan of Moxley as well. I I, I just I, I cried to come back. It just made me so proud, so happy. What a role model. And that's unbelievable. And look what your baby girl gets. Unfortunately, however, some people are wired differently. And you could give everything in the world, everything which Max had. And then you could mm-hmm. just end up having a wiring that just sucked. Oh and he had one yeah. goal, and it didn't matter who stood in his way, and it didn't matter who raised him, and it didn't matter what what we provided. He only gives a shit about himself. I'm, I, I, I don't even know. It's still – it's. look, I'm stuttering. It's just I hard know. to believe. I, it's it's hard. He's a fucking asshole. But let me ask Animal. you both, and, and I'll start with Steve first. Like, what about the people that are going to say, you know what? You and Nina were enablers. Like the reason oh, that wow. he is the way he is is because you enabled him to be this way. Well, you know, if your daughter wants to be a dancer, you take it a dance class. If your daughter wants to be a teacher, like one of our daughters originally wanted to be, you paint the blackboard in the playroom so she could pretend and, and, and play act being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Max Friedman, now known as, MJF created this um, persona, but it's not a persona because he's been living it since he's five years old. How were we supposed to know? Did we enable it? Absolutely. Guilty is charged. But you bite the hand that feeds you? Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Like, honey, like, like, we say, like we say all the time. Two out of three ain't bad. What, I mean, That's it, right, it, Nina. Two no out of three ain't bad, and our girls certainly ain't bad. But I will say this. You know, I read the shit on Twitter. You know, Max's parents, you know, kayfabe. I don't even know what kayfabe means. All I know is that we don't like him. And when we show up at shows holding signs saying that we think he's a piece of shit also, we really mean it. And it's not because yeah. we want the notoriety. And we want to ride on Max's coattails. We just want the world to know that this isn't an act. You know, like people love MJF because he never breaks this thing called kayfabe. It's not kayfabe. He's a dirtbag. Steve and Nina, I I think the community stands with you on this. Uh, I certainly stand with Steve and Nina on this. I I do. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you both this. And Nina, we'll start with you. 
Like, what do you think Max is feeling right now? If he were to hear this interview and hear you, his parents, calling him a piece of shit, how do you think he feels hearing those words coming out of your mouths? You know, honestly, the sad thing is when you get to his level and his brain is just obviously not working on all cylinders, I don't think he gives a shit. I think he cares about one thing, fame, fortune, end of story. Honey, didn't he go on? Didn't he go on a podcast or something and call you an ignorant slut? Oh I my mean, gosh! Did you, did you miss that, Renee? Did you miss that, Renee? Because that was an unbelievable day for the oh mother that did gosh. everything for him at all times. Yeah, it's it's, it's honestly the it's mouth on I, this I, kid. Yeah, I, I don't know where he got it from. I really don't know where he got that fucking mouth from, Renee. But he has it. <laughs> uh, who knows? The legit, listening to you, Nina, I could not say. figure it out. Be honest. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. That is the, that is the truth. But I guess, you know, I guess I can only hope that one day he's kicked in his head that severe that, you know, his brain shakes back to normal. I, I don't know what else to say. You right. must miss your son. Do you feel like you don't have a, I mean, you obviously don't have a connection with your son, but you must miss him. Do you? Yeah, I just, well, I just, the sweetness that we once had, the sweetness that he mm-hmm. once was, this is not always his story, but he is completely yeah. crossed to the other side. I do. Yeah. I do say that this, the fact that we get to see Max on national television every week, it starts off, you know, wow, maybe tonight's the night where he's going to do something that we can feel proud of. And then he does what he did last night to CM Punk in his hometown who Nina stood in line for three hours uh, I don't know, 11, 12 years ago, maybe even longer to meet this guy. But he just, he just, there's, there's no gimmick here. It's like I learn all these things about the wrestling universe, but this is, this is calculated. He's a calculated, conniving, sinister human being. Well, I mean, I, I think I speak for Renee too when I say this. Guys, you never know what's going to happen. You do your best. Right. You work your life. You, you give them everything that you yeah. have, and you hope for the best. Maybe he'll turn things around. I doubt it. He's a piece of garbage, a real piece of shit. But his sisters are very hopeful. Yeah, well, I mean, for the two of you nice. that, are, that are parents, you, you, you already know that you give everything possible that you can. Unfortunately, you don't know when it's going to turn around in your favor, not your favor. Um, I do still have hope for Max. I, I, I do hope he becomes decent at some point. I don't know when that's going to be. I hope I'm alive to see it. But holy shit, he sucks. Yeah, don't blame yourselves. Yeah. Like I said, don't fight with yourselves. There's going to be a lot of turmoil. Stay strong. Like you said, you have two beautiful daughters that are on the right track. So don't Thank blame yourself. Them. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. That's for sure. Thank God yeah, for that. Sad, Thank God for that. Sad. The sad thing is, on top of all of this, Renee and Dave, is he's really freaking good. And that's that's like that's just like throwing gas on the fire because he's yeah. really good. Right. Yeah, I know. Just feeds into his ego with these accolades and everyone talking about him and patting him on the back. It's it's just going to you know feed the beast that has become MJF. Yeah. So and the size and the size of his head right now, I'm not even sure he could fit through our door. Yeah, it's a shame. Well, Steve and Nina, thanks for calling in this morning. Uh, you know, again, Thank you. I know the shame of watching 
your son cheat to win in Chicago yeah. on national TV is a, it's tough to take. It's embarrassing. But yep. I'm glad I'm embarrassed. that you... I'm embarrassed. I, I can tell in your voice. Guys, thanks for yeah. joining us this morning. Thank you. Thanks we love so you much. guys. Thank you for having us. And we, and we hope you great. have a lot better children. We hope you have a lot better children than we ended Me up too. with. Wow. Me too. I mean, Thank so you. Much, All right, Nina and, and Steve Friedman. Renee, you got to feel it's for like, him. It's, I do. I mean, honestly, it's like Macaulay Culkin in the movie Good Son. You know, it's it's a horrible situation. You end up with this, you know, satanic evil child that only thinks about themselves and uh, it, that's hard to bounce back from. It sucks. I feel for them. As a, underrated, like I said, as a underrated mom. movie, by the way, The Good Son. Great good call movie. on what that, a good Renee. Movie. Thank you. I like Thank it. Yeah, much. but MJF, yeah. I think we can all agree, human filth, piece of shit, garbage, yeah. asshole fuck. Um, but it was great to have Nina and Steve talking about their son in that main event from last night. Hey, everyone. Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ruby Soho and Nyla Rose. Very good match. Uh, Ruby Soho, such so talented. So yeah. is Nyla. And Nyla needed that win, Renee. So Agreed. It was, Agreed. I mean, you know, her career's kind of been up and down over the last six or seven months. That was a much needed well, victory for Nyla Well, it's hard, too, Rose. because, you know, when you look at the amount of TV time you have versus being able to continue different storylines and being able to push certain talent, I do feel like there was a bit of a lull for somebody like Nyla Rose, who was tippy-top for such a long time and then kind of got lost in the mix a little bit. So really cool to see her back in there. And, yes, I do feel like she needed that win last night. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I really like it. I like where they're headed and I, I really want to see Nyla Rose with some more TV time. And I think somebody like Ruby Soho was a perfect person to kind of give that little bit of a rub.
And Renee, I think too, when you look at the women's division in AEW for a long time, people kind of looked at that as the weak link with that yeah. show. I don't think you can say that anymore. When you, you can't. look at that women's division, Agreed. it is strong right now. It's funny. I was saying that to Gabby right uh, before your internet miraculously kicked back in. And uh, yeah, we were saying like, I don't, I don't think it's a conversation anymore about people trying to knock the women's division in AEW. I mean, you look at the women that are on there. I mean, from, you know, obviously the Britt Bakers to Ruby Soho to, to Nyla Rose um, to, to even having somebody like Tainara. Like, I feel like she has gone leaps and bounds I want to see more of her in the ring I want to see more of Anna Jay in the ring I, I want and it's cool seeing people develop and grow right before your eyes and it's not easy to do you get thrusted into that into live tv when you're super green and you're uh, you know oh my god how did I leave Jade off of that list by the way Jade is a true specimen of a human being um but yeah I, I just think i think that the depth continues to show for the women's division and having a match like last night i think was good for everybody yeah i really do think so you ready to get back to more phone calls yeah all right let's do it let's go to rob in pennsylvania what's going on rob uh, good morning and, and good morning both of you I, i'm Hi. really taken back you have a, a a lady host as well and well, uh, well, Rob, let me ask you now. You've been listening to this show for a long time, I'm sure. I, I, I kind of dig the fact that we have a, a lady co-host today. I like that. We need to get a little change things up a little bit here on Busted Open, don't we? Changing of the guard, if you will. Well, hey, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I didn't say changing of the guard, Renee. I said a little change <laughs> will do us good. I didn't say changing of the guard. Go ahead, All Rob. Right. Well, All right. Well, anyway... I wanted to talk a bit about last night's match with uh, CM and, and MJF. And, and, I, and I really thought, and I spoke a couple weeks ago to you guys um, about, I didn't think that CM is the same person he was 10, 12 years ago. And last Who night, is? pretty much, eh, I'm, I'm not convinced that he was on the top of his game last night because he, he you know, he, he got beat. I mean, he, and, and I heard what you said about, about MJF being the butthole of all peoples, and and uh, and you can swear really on the show if you want to. Person. But I, I I'm not trying to praise him, but he won, and and I I, I got to say, you know, referring back to yesterday's show, which I didn't get the chance to call in because you were talking about the best of the best and the top of the ladder and and the top of the mountain, and 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 very seldom did I hear anybody ever mention the word Bruno San Martino. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and I come from that era and, and I can honestly say a lot of praise was heaped up to Ric Flair I mean, and, and rightfully so. But if you think about it, most of his matches were won by cheating. Most of his matches were won. Well, well, I mean, and, and, and Rob, thanks for the phone call. He was a heel and that's what heels do. And Renee, uh, on the heels of Tom Brady retiring, uh, being, in my opinion, the greatest of all time. Tommy and I on yesterday's show were talking about some of the greatest of all time. We're getting a lot of opinions from the Busted Open Nation. Uh, but when it comes to CM Punk, Renee, 40 minutes in the ring. Now, I know a lot of people had their doubts, but to be able to be in that ring for 40 minutes last night in the main event, I think that showed that CM Punk still definitely has a lot of gas in the tank. I think he certainly does, but I'm not really sure why people were doubting what the levels of his cardio are going to be. I mean, if you follow the dude on social media, on his like Instagram, I feel like he's 
constantly working out. He's constantly in the gym. I feel like he's always like, you know, he's putting up the monitor of watching hockey, watching MMA, watching whatever. Like the dude is always on a treadmill or on a bike or whatever. I mean, obviously that's different than running the ropes and whatnot. But I feel like he he's never been someone to sort of rest on his laurels when it comes to his fitness and uh, his level of intensity that he brings in the ring. So I feel like a CM Punk showing back up seven years later, he's not going to mail it in. The guy's putting in extra work if he needs to. Um, and he looks great. I, I, I feel like that's just not even a conversation. The guy looks awesome. And Renee, for a, a large portion of the time that he was gone, he was training for UFC. So it's not yes, like he was exactly. sitting on the couch eating bonbons, no. you know? No. No, I mean, I hope that he treated himself every once in a while. I mean, love your body a little bit, you know? Have a donut. Treat yourself. Um, but no, the, the guy is a workhorse. He, he, what, no matter what it is that he's doing. I mean, honestly, even when he came in and we were doing uh, backstage together, to have him dip his toes back into the wrestling world, like, he wants to do a good job. He wants to be, he, he doesn't ever want to just do something to do it. Because he doesn't have to. He's got a bunch of money in the bank. If he wants to do something, he's doing it because he wants to be there. So he's going to put in the work because it's a thing that he enjoys. You know, Renee, and you brought up Backstage, which actually was a show that we talked a lot here on Busted Open about. Did you see, now he obviously left the WWE not on good graces. He was very unhappy. Uh, and he expressed that in that promo when he first came back with AEW. But did you see him kind of like fall back in love with pro wrestling? I mean, did did he did he have that kind of moment, maybe even doing that show where he embraced pro wrestling again? I think it almost was that moment of like, is this too good to be true? Because for him to even come back and be a part of wrestling in any capacity, like truly when I reached out to him, I was like, you want to come do this show with me? I didn't even think he was going to respond to me, let alone actually be like, okay, let's do this. So I think there was a lot of things to sort of be discovered within that of him getting back into that world. But keep in mind, we were also just discussing WWE. So I think that was a little bit of a weird gray area mm. of like, I do love this, but I also have these weird negative feelings that are still left. Also not working for WWE, but working for the company that is in bed with WWE can make it a little bit difficult to air your true feelings on a lot of things. So to see him in that world, and he did love it. He loved getting back into it. And I think he did take a huge chunk of time off when he was even watching any wrestling. So sort of re-familiarizing re himself with the storylines that were going on with WWE, looking at some of the new names and new faces that are up there, but then seeing him step into AEW and that, I mean, the dude cried. He cried. Yeah. There was tears in his eyes when he, when he came back out and you get to hear that music again and it's clobbering time and all of those great things. So I think seeing him fall in love with this side of things again is amazing. What were your feelings, you know, having worked with him and then being with him at, on backstage what were you feeling when you saw him first come out in Chicago that day? I was like, oh, when I saw him come out in Chicago, I was thinking of in L.A. I was like, he's taller than I remembered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seeing him in Chicago, that was one of those moments that like, man, I wish I could have been there. I really wanted to be there because to be there in an arena for a pop like that, I mean, it happens so far and few between. Uh, I was really bummed that I couldn't be there, but to just see him 
And I think for all the, the, the years that he had from being away from it and the man that he is now, you could see him really live in that moment and soak it up and know what that moment meant to him. Because no matter what the things were he did, whether he was going to MMA, uh, you know, just taking time off, whether he's acting, whatever it is, the guy's a wrestler through and through. That is who he is. So to see him back in there and lacing up his boots, he's got on his trunks or his long boys, as he calls them. Um, I, I think it's really cool to see him back in the mix and putting on a uh, putting on a match like he did last night with MJF and helping to get these young guys over despite what pieces of shit they may be. And MJF is definitely a piece of shit. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.